0: This sermon is brought to you by Shofar Christian Church. We hope that you will be blessed by this message. Our audio and video sermons are also available on Shofar TV to download and share. Mora, Mora, Mora. Yeah, guys, we, we also, we, we met this leaders this um, week, just talking through a few things. And um, as I was just sharing this, this scripture about um, uh, how we are the children um, of God, we just want to say that children in, in this church, yes, we are still growing, and we're growing in capacity, and we learn as we go, and we also learn from other churches, but in this house, children are important, okay? I believe we're all in agreement, and, and I want us just to, to know that children are important. Um, yeah, church, we, we don't just want to Put them in the little church creation to keep them busy. We we trust God that that discipleship will happen even at at this young age, and that the children um will hear His voice and know His voice even at a young age. And it's not a inferior ministry in church. And the guys leading worship or the guys preaching they they're the big deal. Um, everyone that's involved in children's church, I want to thank you for being involved. And and it's just it's it's um yeah that's where their journey in eternal life starts um already in at, at that early age and i think especially it's important in these days that we are living in um I'm, I'm glad i'm not a kid growing up in these days anyway let's let's get to the message so what has god been talking to us about the last couple of weeks okay I think I've, I've, I've said it before that we mustn't just rush through um, one Sunday to the next. Oh, nice little um, fix, spiritual fix for the week. I'm ready to go again. No, what is God saying to us? Um, and how are we responding to that? A few weeks ago, we were talking about that, that God really loves us and that He wants us to grow. And um, that, he, that He sent His Holy Spirit to help us to grow. And then Yaku said a, a powerful word about the, keys of, uh, the key that, um, that we can use to, uh, to tap into the power and the abundance of life that God has given us. And he was, he was highlighting the significance of prayer in, in our lives as believers. And then last week Robert said in a powerful way um, that God wants us to grow together. He wants us to do this together. Um, Raymond shared a, a solid quote um, by Henry Ford this week. It was very interesting for me um, that a guy working at Toyota quotes Henry Ford. But anyway, um, Henry Ford um, had a powerful quote about, about unity. And he said, getting together is the beginning. Staying together is progress, but working together is success. And I just want to take a moment to reiterate and to emphasize um, the importance of unity in church life. It's almost like a, the universal law of gravity. Um, if you're going to disregard the importance, um, we will carry the consequences as a church. If, we, if we're if we not serious about unity, um, we're going to feel it. If we look at, at Scripture, there's, there's some clear principles around unity. And in Psalm 133, it talks about It it basically says, without unity, there can't be a a blessing. If you look at it from reverse. If if we are not in unity as a church, we can't expect God to bless us. Okay? Psalm 133. In Matthew 12, it says, this is is something that that I realize it's it's non-negotiable. It says there, no house divided against itself can stand. Okay? So... Our house will not stand if every brick, segment of cement and piece of steel takes up it, its position. Each and every one of us has to make a firm decision that if there's one thing that we're going to fight for, this sounds a little, a little bit funny, but I want to encourage you. Paul also talks about the good fight. If there's one thing that we're going to fight for in this church, it's for, for relationship and unity. Can I get an amen? Awesome, man. Awesome. We want to come in agreement that we are going to grow together, and like Robert beautifully said last week, we don't want to leave anyone behind. Okay. So as I was praying this this week, um, I saw a picture of of a one of these big cargo planes in the movies, and usually in the in the war movies. I I um, I love war movies. I, I don't know why. It's just something. I guess that's also. One of the reasons I'm fine with being a doctor and there's sometimes gory scenes and you just focus on the problem. I remember me and my dad once went to watch Saving Private Ryan and he was almost ducking under the seats with all the gore. And I was just like, yo, what a great movie. Anyway, so I know I'm in the, working in the right direction. That's the way God has made me. But anyway, so I saw this picture of this big army cargo plane about to take off. A plane always has a flight plan. You're not allowed to just go in the air and say, oh, let's see how the wind blows and let's see where we're going to end up today. No, no, no. A plane always has a flight plan. It is heading somewhere with a specific mission. Okay? Tell somebody next to you, hey, the seatbelt light is on. We're heading somewhere. of so office boy, we are heading somewhere. We've got a flight plan. Great. So this plan is loaded and ready to take off. Like, like I said, well, I want us to also go and think back. What, what has God been speaking to us about? It's, it's an interesting thing. I, thing, eh? um, I remember Pastor Gerard got at at, at um, Paul's shop where I was before. He would say, go and ask the people on Sunday evening what the sermon was, the the, the morning, and a big part of the people, a uh, big percentage presentation of the people might, might not even remember and i've, went, I've checked myself on that and i'm like it's it's a bit scary but anyway we're gonna grow in this okay so god is always speaking to us as believers and the holy spirit wants to help us to be doers of god's word now we can preach and sing and drink coffee till pelicans aren't pink anymore Flamingos, pelicans. Oh, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. Rookie era, rookie era. Sorry? Okay, I was meaning flamingos, eh? Sorry. Sorry? Thanks, 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 guys, for being gracious on me. Thank you for laughing. I wasn't even, I was planning a joke, but then you laughed at me, not the joke. Thank you very much. I feel so loved right now. That's awesome to, to be family. Okay, so flamingos aren't pink anymore. We can preach and sing and drink coffee till flamingos aren't pink anymore. But if we don't obey and do and respond to what God is saying to us as a church, we're never going to grow in knowing Jesus and making Him known. Okay? So, so w- w- when a plane is taking off, there's a sense of urgency. This is happening. Is everyone ready? We need to go. Is everything been checked? We're on a time schedule. Let's go. And each and each and every one of us needs to decide whether we want in to what God is saying to us and speaking to us in season. Like Robert said last week, we, we will only grow if all of us wants to grow. Now in this picture of this plane taking off, I saw, I saw it was sort of starting to 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 um, to go and the back door there 's a picture of this back door. you know this is like a typical picture for me. I was seeing this plane, and I was seeing this back door, and that's that 's where they load all the things on this cargo ship and i I saw it 's almost like a eighteen movie um, where Things are not always... Or where things are happening and it's an action movie and the guy is sort of jumping in right at the last moment. But anyway, in this picture I saw this plane is taking off and I saw a person running after this plane with absolute desperation. And just, just before this door was about to close, I saw a hand reach out and grab the person into the plane. Like I have said, we all need to grow in our urgency around obeying the voice of God. And it's not a matter to be taken lightly. But this morning, like, like I said in the beginning, God really wants every single one of us to be welcome. And it's not only us as leadership, but I believe it's our Heavenly Father that wants each and every one of us on this flight. And and I was as I was praying, I just... I just sense that this hand that is reaching out is the grace of God. And I want to tell, tell you, grab it. Take hold of the grace of God. God is heading somewhere. But no matter where you are with the Lord this morning, no matter how, how huge your circumstances is or the, the mess that, that Donnie was speaking about this morning, no matter how big your, your mess seems to you, God's grace is greater. His grace is greater. And, and yes, we're heading somewhere. But, but even right now, silence any... If there's a thought that's telling you, no, I'm, I don't qualify for this flight. I don't, I'm not skilled enough. I'm not worthy. Each and every one of those thoughts is a lie. In the name of Jesus, I just speak silence over any lie that makes you feel disqualified and 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 left out god is speaking to each and every one of us and and as as we share on sundays and as we share in small group yes there's there's a big picture that he's sharing to all of us but i know he's dropping specific things in each and every one of us in in each of our hearts okay he wants us all to 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 go with him okay and and i want to encourage you do not let any feeling or thought or little voice tell you you're not worthy. In Jesus Christ like I said in the morning if we receive Jesus we have the right to be called the children of God. Not because of how I feel not because of what I've done but because of what Christ has done. We just need to receive that perfect sacrifice. Amen. So like I said this is a cargo plane and this plane has been loaded with specific supplies and tools. And, and this, plan, this plane has a flight plan and it's heading somewhere. Now, in God, I love, I love the way that there's ironies in the kingdom. We're saying we, we are heading somewhere, but in God we will never arrive. Okay. In, when, when we follow God, we will definitely be heading in a specific direction, but we can never say as believers, I've arrived. Yo, man, I've done encounter one, two, I've done Bible school. Da, da, da. You can never say, I've arrived. We will always be able to to grow more in Him. It's not a matter of strife, it's just, it's it's... It's because God is alive and He's so great. There's always more that we can grow. So just in in this picture of the plane, I believe Father God has supplied us with tools and content to help us to grow in Him this year. And along the way, we might stop at specific destinations. We will refuel. New cargo will be loaded. Um, New passengers will join. Hallelujah. We will just need we will just need to stay humble and hungry and allow Him to pilot us in in the direction of His will. Okay? We are talking about growing in God in a plane loaded with supplies and tools. Now, these supplies signify specific areas that we can grow in as believers and how they can also become tools in our hands. So this morning I, I want us to speak a bit about why and how do we want to grow. I want us to look at, at how we want to grow in some specific areas and why we are trusting to grow in them. Now sorry, there are many good reasons we should we would want to grow in God. Okay. Let's just for a moment stop. And and at some reasons why we should um, we should grow. To grow as a child of God is not a nice newest resolution. Okay, it's easy to be hyped in the beginning of the year, but we want to keep on growing as we go into to the rest of this year. Okay, it's not a, just a nice newest resolution; it is a matter of eternity. Healthy things grow. If a plant. If a plant doesn't produce fruit anymore, it's dead. And I believe we are all here because we are excited about eternal life. Amen? And eternal life starts even now. It's a matter of eternity to grow in God. It's a matter of destiny. One of my favorite scriptures is, is in Romans 8 where, where it says, we have, been, we have been predestined to be molded into the image of Jesus Christ. How is that? I don't don't just want to follow seven steps and become a better me. No. I want to decrease so that Jesus can increase. I think that's that's a bit better than a better me. Okay? I don't just want to grow into a better me. I want to see how Christ grows in me. Amen? Amen. How's that for something to get excited about? It's a matter of destiny. It's a matter of affinity. I love this word. Um, I'll just, maybe if you haven't heard this word before... um, affinity it's it's a natural liking for a natural liking for understanding of someone or something and in science it's it's a degree to which a substance tends to combine with another now f- for me that's something I, I really trust god in my own life i want my affinities my natural likings my understandings to grow more into the likeness of, of Christ. I want my likings, my, my affinity to align with His Word, to align with what His Spirit is doing. In other words, in a, you can put this in another way. We want, we want our appetites, our affinities to grow. But in a, to put it in another way, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of affinity, but it's also a matter of worship if we grow in our godly habits and and we put God as our utmost priority, we will bear fruits that glorify Him. Amen? We're not just here to to grow, like I said, for me to feel better about myself and for me to be a better me. I I want Christ to increase in me. And as that happens, and as we bear fruit, we will glorify God. And I believe we're a house that wants to glorify God. Amen? And lastly it's a it's a, it's a matter of possibility like I said there are many reasons um, that we would might want to grow in God but this these are just a few I wanted to highlight it's a matter of possibility like I said in God we will never be able to say I've now arrived there will always be room for for more growth why grow because we are children of God. That's quite a humbling thing, okay? We are children of God, and children are still growing. And even if one of, one of my life goals is to turn 80, <laughs> that's completely out, out of control, but for me, if if I, real, if I turn 80, I, be, I will believe it will be a massive miracle. With all the sleepless nights I've had, and with, with work and, and the stress I've had working in emergency medicine, I think I've put in on a few extra miles on, on, this, on this engine. So, but for me, that's like a, like a joke and something I tell God. sometimes. Lord, you know, it, you can take me any time, but you know, if I turn 80, it will be really awesome. It will be a test for me. But anyway, I'm, I'm losing myself here. But even if you're 80 years old, you still will be a child of God. And children grow. Hallelujah. Healthy things grow. Healthy children grow. So why grow? Because we can grow. I want us to look at a few scriptures um, on the standard that God calls us to. So to remind us about the potential there is for us to grow. For me it was also awesome Our Yaku said a few weeks ago, he said a few scriptures about the abundance that we have available as, as believers. So I just want to look at for us to to look at a few scriptures this morning. It's quite a lot of scriptures but but I I, I just trust as we share, share it God will stir us in the spirit with that desire to grow as we realize what he has promised us as he, as we realize if God sets a standard it means that by his grace with the help of his holy spirit we can live in that and and if he said Living this way, there will be benefits for us in, in, in living that way. Galatians two twenty to twenty one. Are you still with me? Am I going too fast? This this plane is going somewhere, right? Are you okay? Are you ready? Okay. Galatians two twenty to twenty one. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me and the life i now live in the flesh i live by faith in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me i've been crucified with christ it's no longer i who live 1 corinthians 6 verse 19 to 20 or do you not know that your body is the temple of the holy spirit we said we want to become more aware of the holy spirit this year and we we want we want to take hold of the help that He's got for us. It's like that hand that, out of the plane that's reaching out to grab us in. God has sent His Spirit to help us. We must take hold of that. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you whom you have from God and you are not your own. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live. You are not your own. Big, big scriptures, eh? Hey? For you were bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Matthew 6, verses 21. I was talking about how I how really trust God how in my the, the affinities, my appetites. will grow more in line with His word this year. Matthew 6, verse 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also to translate that to our daily lives, the simplest way to put it, what what are we spending our time on? Because what what we are spending our time on will definitely say, what do we treasure? For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Are you starting to see some areas that we... We can go in our lives. Ephesians 1, verses 3. Those first three were a few heavy scriptures. Okay? yes, Here, some promise that I was saying. Let's look at some standards that God has put in His words. But I also want us to look at some promises. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. I think Jaco also shared this scripture. Now and then I get to the point where I'm like, oh, yes, life's tough, man. Now this has happened and I'm struggling. And Then I just read this scripture and then I realize, "Yo, change your thinking, change your thinking. He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Ephesians 2 verse 6. When, when, and I, this is true for each and every one of us, right? Scripture wasn't written for pastors or prophets or academics. It was written for each and every one of us as believers. Okay, So each and every one of us, He has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus you know the word also says that christ was raised um, and he's reigning far above all rule and principalities and powers so if that is where christ has been raised what does that say if we say we are seated with christ in heavenly places that means that each and every one of us as the children of god and as believers has authority to walk in okay you see we there's we can grow the potential for us to grow and it starts with well, that's just reminding ourselves what God has promised us. John 14, verse 12. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, this is the big one, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do. Because I go to my Father. That's huge. Okay? Sometimes I... I look at that. And I'm, oh, no, it's impossible, man. It's impossible. How can I do something greater than Jesus? But if Jesus said it, who am I to argue? And and that's part of of church life. That's part of going to small group because we need to remind one another of these promises that God has given us. Okay, because we can get so stuck up in 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 our day-to-day activities and 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 responsibilities and circumstances that's why that's why i love church because we come together we share revelations we share testimonies yes we share our struggles but in that place where we share the word says faith comes by hearing and as we come together and as we share these truths it's it's almost it's always important to 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 share our struggles okay i was also sharing this week um, at small group with with guys, some some things that I've experienced. Maybe dealing with offence, I bring my emotions. I bring my circumstances before God. I'm honest before God. God loves it when we are honest with Him, and I bring it before Him, and I, and I exactly spell it out to my Father how am i how am I feeling and what have I experienced. And then when I've done that, I said, "Okay, Lord, this is what I'm feeling." But now come with, with your truth. and I subject what I'm experiencing to your truth. That your truth will reign in my life. Not my feelings, not my thoughts, not my circumstances. And that's also why, I want to, why I'm sharing some of these scriptures this morning. Let's, let's subject our lives to the truth of scripture. And let's say, Lord, can we as Shelf of office do greater things that you've done? And, and I don't know about you, I'm just being honest. Sometimes I'm like... Okay, I'm not even going to go there. That seems too impossible for me. But let's, that's why I say, we say, okay, that's my first, those are my first thoughts. But let's subject ourselves to what the Word says. So that says, that means that we can grow together to that place where we might even see how we, we as ourselves of Alpha's Bay achieve greater things than Jesus has done on this earth. Okay. We're going to move on to some other scriptures. 2 Timothy 1 7, verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Each and every one of us. You do not need to walk in fear. And to me, there's a beautiful balance here. He's given us power and love. So we don't just barge into people's lives, being radical for the sake of being radical and bombard them with the mighty things of God. We, we balance it with love. Amen? Galatians 5 is 22 to 23. We said we want to become more aware of the Holy Spirit and we want to tap into what God has given us. And I was talking about the... Why can we grow? Let's look at the standard to what God has set forth in His Word. Just showing us, okay, we might not be there yet. And we're not condemning ourselves. But yes, Lord, we want to grow. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. I look at this and I'm like, you're much room for improvement, much room for growth. And like I said, I'm not sharing this with us today to bring us into condemnation, but it's just to remind us people, let's get excited. God has given us His Spirit without holding back at all. And, and remember that that's what He's calling us to. These amazing promises and these standards, it's only possible through His Holy Spirit. Let's invite the Holy Spirit into every situation of our lives. Are you still with me? Last three scriptures, okay? It's good to share scripture in word. Otherwise, the the preacher just talks a lot of nonsense. So, this far you can't really say I'm talking too much nonsense because there's quite a bit of scripture here. Amen? Okay. James 1, verses 2 to 4. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. That doesn't make sense, eh? My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. We're talking about growth. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. That's an awesome thing to apply in our lives. The other day I was, I was on call. I, dove, I was preaching the weekend as well. I was driving to the hospital. Boom, guy just drives into my car from From the advancing uh, traffic straight not not around a blind bend or anything i'm driving I'm seeing this guy. he wants to turn communicating communicating, no signal n- not received bah! drives into my car. I realized I was quite upset afterwards as i as I told myself, okay, be calm, get out. Do the doctor thing ask him listen are you okay are you hurt quickly checking my car the guy's fine <laughs> and anyway long story short when i got into the car i needed two hands to put the handbrake down because i realized when i stopped <coughs> i was quite upset but anyway so now i'm i'm very upset i need to go and see this patient in the hospital in the hospital i can't wait to sort out this crash thing and i'm i'm really worked up i needed to walk out of the consultation twice just to say, Johannes, focus now. You need to focus on this patient's condition so that you can make the best possible diagnosis and, and write up the right treatment so that we know this lady is safe for this evening. And then you go and sort out your problem, okay? So I just needed to walk out like once or twice just to remain focused. And then I'm like, why does this happen now? And then, then I realized, hey man, Hallelujah. We're preaching this we've got the privilege of preaching this weekend we've moved here to office bay we trust in god to see his kingdom come i'm facing trials and tribulations hallelujah something something right is, is going on here you know and and now I'm, I'm still waiting i'm struggling with the assessors and everything but god has put the joy in my heart about this hallelujah rejoicing in trials and tribulations and i'm telling you that's not your honest you know I'm serious about my bucky. I don't like dancing things in my bucky. You know, so hallelujah, we growing together. Okay? I don't know where that joy and rejoicing came from. It's the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. These things I've spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. If Jesus said it, it's not the if, it's a sort of a when. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Last scripture. This is one of my favorite scriptures. This is a scripture that from primary school already has come with me. Romans 8 verse 37. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. We are more than conquerors. Now, I, I hope I haven't sort of dropped some atomic bombs here because i know it's it's quite a mouthful it's quite meaty scriptures but it's just to remind us maybe even if you just caught two of the scriptures i don't know but it's just to see the power that is available for us the abundance that's available for us and may these words truly become alive in our lives may we be doers of these words okay and also in the last while as as we are praying um, together we really sense that and we are trusting god that that we will be a church tying onto this last scripture that we will be a church that all of us will live as more than overcomers more than conquerors and have you ever noted that it doesn't say it doesn't say that yet in all these things we are conquerors it says we are more than conquerors because it, it means, and I, I trust that's where we are growing, we'll be growing as a church as well. We will not only see breakthrough, and we will not as individuals only trust God for breakthrough in our own lives, but we will go beyond that more than our own conquering. We will trust for victories in other people's lives too. Amen? I pray that uh, another thing is, I, I really pray that we will be a people that, that walk in, in our calling still the day that we die, okay if, if, if okay, they can say you can, people can say, okay Johannes is the zone facilitator here now and sort of part of leadership here. And, and if we are, as leadership only have faith for good attendance our faith is way too small God, God is still in my heart, don't put your faith out for good attendance, no man We we mustn't put our faith out as, as a small group. Yo, I hope the other people are coming this evening. It's always nice if there's a nice vibe when there are more people. No, we, each and every one of us, must have faith as we are more than overcomers to see how our brothers and sisters walk in their calling and continue to walk in their calling. I trust that we will grow to a place where each and every one of us can hear the voice of God And walk in the authority He has given us. To walk in that way, one of the first scriptures that I shared today is, each and every one of us who believes and receives Jesus has received the right and the authority to be the children of God. Okay? And like I said, scripture isn't just for some people, it's for all of us. We're talking about growing and, that, and that all of us can grow into that place of hearing the voice of God more clear and walking the in the authority that He has given us as His children. Whether leaders come, whether leaders go, leaders are also people. If, if our faith is built upon and is dependent on leaders, it's, it's built on a shaky thing. Whether valleys or mountains, tops approach, whether we change venues or whatever we might go through we can continue to learn and to help one another to learn from one another and to help one another but i trust that each and every one of us as individuals will be dependent on god That we will not be dependent on certain people up there or people that are people on bethel if you like to check videos and sermons people of Bethel if our faith is built on those kind of people and they fall what's going to happen to your faith so that's why I trust each and every one of us will come to that place where we can hear the voice of God we, we can walk in the authority he has given us his children we can walk as as being more than conquerors amen so we've spoken a bit about why do we want to grow okay and I hope you've got some good reasons now for you to say yes this seems good. It's like a good idea to grow. So we're talking about this cargo plane that's been stocked with supplies. And we need these supplies for our survival. But some but as as we say we are more, we want to be more than conquerors. But as more than conquerors, these supplies for our survival can also become tools in our hands. We've spoken about why. I want us to speak about how can we grow and which specific areas do we trust to grow in and also why these areas I believe God I believe God wants us to grow in the next few months especially in these following areas and I will only we're only going to highlight them this morning and we'll probably delve deeper into these topics and get a bit more practical in the days ahead areas that i believe each and every one of us can grow in is is our prayer life our expression of worship and our sense of community okay so i see these are as as fundamental building blocks in a church remember we're still a small church we're talking about growth we want to grow in ourselves but we also trust that god has in Acts, that he will add to our number Okay, that's that's part of being healthy and, and about growing. Jesus' great uh, great commission, his last command to us is to go out into the world um to witness. Amen, Donnie. Amen. Evangelist, thank you. Um so but some of these things that, that I'm gonna share now, I really trust that it will be part of us as a church. Even if we grow into the hundreds and into the thousands. Okay. So, prayer. No believer is stronger than his or her prayer life. I love that quote. I, I, I've heard a few people say that. No believer is stronger than his or her prayer life. Leonard Rainville is, is one of my favorite preachers. He wasn't very popular because he really, he preached fi- fire-like sermons. He was a, a British missionary that went to America and he, he used to say in, in America church on Sunday mornings shows how popular the church program is. Sunday evenings show how popular the preacher's skill is. Prayer meetings show how popular God is. Quite a odd quite a, quite a one there. But I really don't want to see that maybe one day this is a church of five hundred members and only five people attend the prayer meeting because then we then we would have missed something in our growth process. Okay. Prayer, prayer is a vital part of a believer's life. Have you thought about this? Jesus was he came to earth as a man. So that's why they, the scripture talks about of, be, of him being the son of man. But he was also the son of God. He was 100% man, but 100% God as well. Jesus always also needed to pray. If you remember in the gospels, he would, he would retire and um, isolate himself and spend time in prayer the Son of God spent time in prayer. So I think then it makes sense if we say no believer is stronger than his or her prayer life. He's, even Jesus needed to pray. That's talking a bit more on an individual basis. In a corporate setting, the scripture came out this, this week at intercession as well. 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14. God, God wants us to move but I believe that He yearns that all of us we'll pray and seek His face as we look at the Scripture. All of us. Okay? 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14. If my people, my people, okay, not my intercessors, my prophets, my pastors, my priests, if my people who are called by my name, Jesus Christ, Christians, We're Christians here today. Amen. If my people who are called by my name, in other words, all of us, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. That's an awesome promise. But it also has a premise. A praying church of believers will grow. We will do more than conquering. So that's why I just want to highlight that this is an important area for us to grow in as a church. On individual level and corporately. Corporately talking about when we come together. Okay? The next point. Worship. John 4 verse 24. God is spirit and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and in truth yeah okay, me out. I'm going to share one or two things that might initially sound a bit funny. Okay? But just, just we'll get there. Listen to me. Listen closely. We can't look half dead if we worship a living God. All right. Hear me out. So, this doesn't mean that all of us must jump up and down. Okay? So, just relax. It's okay. All right? In case you were starting to get worried there. It's just that worship is and, and worship is much bigger than just singing songs it's how we we live life every single day okay so it's not just about what it looks like when we come together here to worship it's about what it, what our lives as individuals look like every day as we go through the day okay but during times of worship whether it's in your in your in your in your prayer closet when you're spending quiet time with god, the Lord or when we come together we need to have liberty to really express authentically express authentically meaning that which is real for you okay doesn't mean you need to fit the mold of oh this is a charismatic church so i need to worship like that no we must just be honest and authentic in how we express our adoration to god so so let's let's take this to to sort of a practical or, or, or more day to day place, so that you can see I'm not talking nonsense here, that, that, that it makes sense. People often say, How can you jump up with your hands in the air and get very excited when your team scores a try or something, but you're just like, God is good. You know, but on another level, I can go through the day thinking about Driana, my beautiful fiance. If you guys haven't met her, she's a joy. Please go and uh, meet her afterwards. She loves people, okay? Anyway, let me not get completely sidetracked here. I can think about Rihanna during the day. And, um, but if I tell her, okay, I can think about her during the day. But if I tell her, hey, I'm thinking about you. If I let her know, she will appreciate it. In the same way, I believe God enjoys it when we just speak to Him. Not even just waiting for quiet time or waiting for small group. We don't need to live our lives so compartmentalized in God. Okay? I'm, talking, I'm just saying that we, we need to be expressive in, in worship. Okay? So it makes sense that in the same way, I can tell Rihanna I love you. But if my facial expression and my body language doesn't also express I love you, she might find it hard to believe. Are you getting what I'm saying here? On a on a human level, but, but to draw that through to what does it look like? What does it sound like when we worship God? Whether it's in your in your prayer closet or whether it's when we're coming together. Like I said, it doesn't mean that everyone needs to jump up and down and lift lift up your hands. I do believe there's a place there Sometimes something happens in the spirit when you um, use your body. And it also says, Worship the Lord with all your mind, heart, strength, and soul. Okay? There's, there's a lot to say about that. But I just trust that each and every one of us will encounter God in such a way that no religion, sort of a mindset that this is the way that I or this is the way that this church worships just set out, set out dead rules. That no religion, no fear of man, no guilt will dampen our expression of worship to God. Okay, so that's that's where I'm getting at around this point that that we will each and every one of us will will be at that place. Like I said, that we will hear the voice of God, that we will encounter Him. That that it's like when you spend time with a loved one, as you spend time, even the uh, the affection grows as you spend time together. When you talk to someone, when you hear what they've got in their heart, your affection grows, and that's that's what I'm getting at around this point for us as a church. I hope I hope you're getting me on this that we will be a church that really worships God. Not because we are putting up a show, but because we know the living God. And that's why when we worship, it's alive. Amen? Okay. Hallelujah. Thank you, Donnie, for being excited. The last point, and I'm going to finish off with this. Community. John 13, verses 35. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another they will know that we are christians by our love for one another like i said how is we how we as a congregation build is we're not necessarily still a young church but we we definitely in growing in growing phases okay but how we as a congregation build now will have a massive impact on years to come and each and every one of us that's here today has got the opportunity to build in this church. Like I think it's I hope I'm making myself clear also in the morning that during this this morning that all of us are included in this. All of us. Like Robert said last week, all of us has got that specific gift, that specific function. All of us, like I said in the beginning, that if if there's a brick missing or a piece of steel missing, this house is not gonna stand. So so all of us as as we are a growing church the, the way that you bring yourself and give yourself as god leads you it's going to have an impact in in years to come and to me that's an exciting opportunity so i, I want to encourage you to to think along those lines as well and around community then i believe there are small churches with no sense of togetherness and then there might be mega churches with multiple truly connected communities within them. Okay? So it's not to say, no. we want to stay small so that we can be a close-knit community. I've seen churches where there's 20 people that come together and 20 people that just scatter again afterwards. Okay? It's one thing to pray, to serve, to worship, or to witness on your own. But we as human beings have been designed to thrive when we do things together. 2 is better than 1. Amen. So I want to encourage you. Let's be a family that means business. We not we don't want to be a business that runs a program. We want to be a family that means business and that does life together beyond the church program. Okay? And and that's why I said it starts with each and every one of us. I I've, I've said On leadership often I've said also that we don't want to be a church where there's twenty percent of the church that's helping with kitty's church, setting up worship and everything, and everyone else just comes to to the drive-through church. Okay, thank you very much. And then they go, No, we're talking about community. We want to be a church and this is just ballpark figures, random figures. We want to be a church where 80% 80% of us are doing life together, are worshiping God together, are growing together, serving one another, serving our community. And sort of a smaller smaller part of, of our church, people that, that are new and have just come to the Lord and, and that we can, can look after. Okay? So let's be a family that means business. And that starts with each and every one of us to say, yes, maybe, maybe I must invite that person at church for coffee this week or maybe let's have lunch. We need to have lunch. We need to eat. That's why it was such a blessed thing. We, Jesus and the disciples ate together a lot. And I mean, that was, they had real fellowship. There was amazing discipleship that happened there. So it starts with each and every one of us. To be a family that means business starts with each and every one of us taking initiative. Yo, that person maybe looked a little bit down at church today. They're in my small group. Maybe let's go for lunch on Tuesday and let's just catch up. I want to encourage you. Let's grow together. Let's get on this jet plane together. Amen? Amen. Thanks, guys. I'm just going to pray for us. I hope I hope something got you excited this morning. And yes, Father, I just come today and we, we thank you for your word, Lord. We thank you that we could revisit some scriptures today just with the amazing standards and promises that, that you've set forth for us to, in, in your word, Lord, and I just come this morning, Lord God, and, and we, we say, Lord, we, we trust you, Holy Spirit, to make these things alive in us. We trust you to 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 help us, each one of us, to, to overcome, Lord God, to overcome those things that's always been stopping us to grow. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, thank you for that power of agreement, Lord God. We come in agreement, Lord. As we said, we, we don't want to be a few people that are going to grow this year and look 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 like sharp christians and special services christians no lord god we we want to grow together and thank you lord god that in the name of jesus this morning we can speak to those things that are standing in the way of our growth those hurts that guilt those offenses those fears that fixed way of thinking lord ways of thinking we just, in the name of Jesus Christ this morning, we break it down. Lord oh God, thank you that this morning we can consider, Jesus, what you have done for us on the cross. And in the light of that, we can say this morning, Lord, it's, it's not what some preacher says we must do. Lord, when we consider how you gave your everything, how you sent your son and Jesus, how you gave you everything for us on the cross. This morning, I pray in the light of that, that we will consider our own lives and say, Lord, you've given us everything. And we say, we, we don't want you to have died on the cross in vain. Lord, and I pray in this week, Holy Spirit, that you will highlight specific things that, that you want us to, to respond to. So we say we want to be a church that does the word of God. And I pray for each and every one, one of us, Lord, that we will encounter you. Because when we encounter you, Lord God, we are transformed eternally. It's in that place of meeting you, Lord, know, that And all the things that man might have have said or tried to teach us fades away in the, the magnificent light of your presence, Lord. We just thank you, Lord God, that that is our portion. In Jesus' name, we thank you that we can spend this time together in your presence and around your word. Thank you that you are a living God, Lord, that you go with us in this week together, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen.